had to make my friend laugh. I had to make him laugh. I was I was gonna say you didn't you didn't get that uh dead black man joke that was said on, on Instagram, did you? There's a whole bunch of dead black man jokes going around. No. Oh, perfect. Well, let's start the show then. Okay. I didn't say the dead black man joke just to be. Right. It might have been you. Mm, okay. No. All right. All right. Didn't All right. do that. Um, but you know what I would like? What? I'd like a hug as well. You want a hug? You know? You know, I figure well, if murderous white mics. women are getting them, love <laughs> to do black women should earn them as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, well, I don't me, think we're asking for a lot. I don't have to kill a guy to get a hug, do I? Let me play with your hair. What, I got a murder around here to get a hug? A little Wait. bit of sympathy? Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Let me play with your hair. Terrible. Let me... Um, it's not attached very well today. Oh. It's shifting, you know, okay. a little bit. None of the white folk in the office told me about it either. My little bun was hanging out outside of my weave. Well, they, how they, would they? know? How would they? I just figure, like, your ponytail's not hanging the way it's supposed to hang. They still think that if you, you thought have... thought they'd be professionals by it. They still think that, you know, if you have two different wigs that you change, they stare at you miraculously. Like, how did you do that? How did you do that overnight? Oh, my gosh. You went from short hair to a big curly fro? One of the whites in my office uh, called herself oppressed to my own face because she's a lesbian. Yes. I love it. Oh, that's my favorite part about did, life. Did she not mean Oprah? She said oppressed. That's my favorite part about life. No. When white people think mm-hmm. that the playing field is even. Right. Yeah, that's my I favorite think she was part. Like oppressed, Jew, like oh, I don't remember. Welcome to We Shall Over Chug, the show that gives you black culture on the rocks. That was beautiful, Mia. Welcome back, Jamia. Wow! You yes. came from the West Coast back to see us, us people, people yeah. that love you so much. Update: Joined two gangs, dropped out of one. Can you guess one which? <laughs> I, I kind of hope you're a blood. I hope you're a blood gang. Maybe. Or the Latins. I really love them. Oh, I'm all yeah. that in. Yeah, I know. I know you got the you got the sauce. You got the sauce. Possibly. Yellow blue as well with your skin tone too. Thank so, you. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, y'all look good in y'all. I ain't gonna lie. Appreciate you. Y'all, look, y'all some good looking black men. <laughs> yeah, yo. I want half of the host here, Jeff Latasha, chilling, hanging out on the show, and I'm joined by a nigga that feel like he might need to rub your temples. You all right, you stress? I would love a temple rub. You need a temple rub? Yeah. I got you. I'm Jameer Pond. Um, it feels good to be back. We're all tired at this table, but guess what's still happening? A podcast. Exactly. You said fuck video. Yes, no, yeah, no yeah. No one's got the time. We Let's all look hit. It's rough. It's night. I don't, I don't look damp. You to talk for yourself. Someone has a five o'clock shadow. It's not me. That's called contour. Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a I beard. Get it. I get it. You darken the inner of the cheeks. I get it. You draw and you exaggerate light on the face. We're joined by a guest. Yeah. It's a family affair tonight because he has been so diligently holding the show down. Yes, you have. That's a black man handshake you That's just heard. That's it. He not only sponsors the show, but he steps in often as the guest host. Please allow Decent to uh, be celebrated in this moment. Yes. Without, without any uh, verbal violence, by can the I, way. Can I, can I just say something really quickly? No. Uh, uh, that's what I was uh, talking okay, about. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Please, no, Decent. But, but, but seriously. Please, Decent. I love you guys, and being a part of the show has been one of the most fulfilling experiences as a creative and as a black man, and I am super honored that you guys consider me worthy enough to fill in for either one of you when you guys have other obligations. That's a fact. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of your vision and your platform, and I love you guys as people, man. We love you so much, I can't wait to take care of your baby. All right, um, man. I, no, I, don't I bring it. Don't bring it back here. Don't I'm even sorry, dare. Baby, meaning your girlfriend. Yep. I have to I take do. care of yep. her. All yep. Night, yep. All night long. And then Lionel Richie. Why are you trying to? Can we just yeah. talk about why are you trying to have sex with? Somebody? Sex. Is that not sex? It's considered. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, the all things right, I would like right. to do is considered sex. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Out of 2019, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you make my household extremely awkward when yeah. you watch these and listen to these. Why? Like, you can't. You can't tell. 
Is she? Does she want me to? No, 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 no. Does she? Would she like me to? No, no, no. Let's reel it back. Let's reel it back. I was reeling it back. Yeah. All right. Should I? Should I delete that part from? No, I mean, it's out there now. I'll delete. The, the, the yeah, feeling yeah. in the room is here. So even yeah. you know, okay. audio, it's like the right. spirit of the Lord. Yeah. Like that one church song? Um, yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Real yeah, bad, yeah. but my blessings have been rolling in. There you go. So strong. I'm rolling actually not going to deep. I'm not going to make God mad at me right now. I'm not. <laughs> uh, you, you don't already hear my thought, though. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, definitely. So That's how it works. We're not drinking shit. Nah. Our tears. I, <laughs> I ate a bag of chips. <laughs> You did, and you look great eating them. Oh, thank you. I had an Altoid, decent. <laughs> did you partake in any uh, cuisine or? Um, white oppression. You ate it. You digested white oppression. Yeah. yeah. Flavorless, I assume. Definitely gives you gas. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Indigestion. Upset stomach, diarrhea. <laughs> That's a fire song, actually. It is, it they is. That was a great jingle. Slap. They had us singing diarrhea. Mm -hmm. At the at the loudest part of the song. Yeah, it's the best part. That's where the DJ cuts the music off and you yell in the club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished, but for yourself, mouth. <laughs> That's your ass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah. talks a lot of shit. Let's get into things that was weird this week. I I can't do a song this week, so. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no Is way. Is that the sound? <laughs> yep. That was the saddest thing I've I can't, ever I can't, heard. I can't. My mind is racing <laughs> and there's no way I could come up with a prolific song. That's okay. Decent gave us great songs in your Yes, he did. Let me pinch it up. Oh! I'm a little turned on a little bit, not gonna lie. Oh! Yeah, so that, that was consensual. You're lucky because you could have gotten in big trouble. No! Yeah, yeah. Oh! <laughs> now I consent. I consent. That, exactly. that was my knee, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. Uh, or was it? Huh? <laughs> I don't know what was hanging that low, but it felt, <laughs> felt interesting. So we have a show mm -hmm. and a topic, mm -hmm. and we'll be talking about. Come on, do your job. <laughs> do, your, do your job. You got too many ruffles on your shirt not to be on your job. Uh, <laughs> yes, that shirt is giving me life. Okay. Uh, this week, PC culture and comedy was heavily critiqued all over the timelines because uh, Eddie Murphy is getting ready to gear up, come out with his own Netflix special and make a ton of cash. 70 million. 70 million to be exact. Um, uh, and in preparation for that, he, he got ahead of the curve by apologizing. <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah, you <laughs> for, should. for the slurs he, he used to use. He said, I ain't fucking up this bag. Yeah, yeah, he got ahead of the curve. I got 10 kids. He saw his friends going down one by one. One bow, by bow, one. Bow. Like, um, I should probably do something. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So uh, he started apologizing for the, the slurs, uh, uh, offensive slurs he did use in the past, especially those that he used in Raw. Um, and, and delirious, they would. And delirious. He said some terrible things. But he's ready to come back as a new guy. He's not going to be the hot shot, famous 20-something comedian with the leather pants and, you know, just not giving an F. He's got a family, he's got kids, he's learned, he's matured, he's grown. And that's this, what he's ready to focus on in his special. And this shit is about to be wild mid. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, really? oh. I love Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy is my favorite of comedian course. of all time. This is going to be Eddie's kingdom come? <laughs> yup. Well, you, you know. I'm glad Jay didn't retire back at that moment. Yeah, yeah, he knew he, he, he needed some more. Not, he knew he needed like some that. more. <laughs> um, I, I think Eddie... I, I, Eddie, Eddie's always going to be funny. It's yeah. Eddie Murphy. He's always going to be funny. Yeah, and from what I've heard, he's still like the funniest guy in, in, in the room. And no one's like blowing smoke up, up his ass. Like he still has it. Yeah, like uh, on Comedians and Cars. Yeah, and he's a brilliant. Casual he's conversation. Brilliant. He's still he's like. hysterical. He's a really funny guy. Um, I think in this culture, though, it's like, what have you done with me lately? Done for me lately? And I think a lot of people will shortchange Eddie Murphy and his brilliance because he has scaled back in a way that people want you to fight the system when you do comedy. It's like, fight, total line, fight it, go overboard, do this. Yeah, we respect that. Yeah, fuck it, everything. And, you know, him apologizing. First of all, a lot of people didn't 
didn't want didn't want him to apologize. They were like, "What are you apologizing for? You were 22, 27 when you did Raw." And then other people was like, "Well, we don't respect your apology. We don't accept your apology because you said all these things." Mm-hmm. And are you allowed to grow as a person? Creating art has always been my thing. You cannot stay the same when you're 22. He's 58 now. Snickers back hurts, I'm sure. His, <laughs> oh, his knees crack. Yeah, his knees crack, I'm but sure. But you know who's getting his back they back broke? His ex wife, Nicole Murphy. Wow. By everyone she wants to. Go ahead, you fine ass queen. Good for her. Go shit. Yeah. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah. <laughs> She's out here. Yeah, that 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 coochie it probably it's could pretty. pass to another baby it's if she pretty. wanted to. Absolutely. Yeah. Um I I don't I don't know. I I don't know how uh Eddie wins in a situation of stand up in this type of realm when you damned if you do and you damned if you don't. I think you also got to consider like a lot of people who are so so mixed up in him apologizing or people who weren't around or don't get the magnitude of what who Eddie was. Mm-hmm. Because you even saw the debate on the timeline where people were like, well, who's funnier, Eddie Murphy or Kevin Hart? And it's like, why is this a... That, that, why is this that a really... Really so made me that angry. just speaks to you know people not being it's aware really, yeah. of who and what Eddie Murphy is exactly. I say to people all the time, there's a point in time the two biggest celebrities in the world were Michael Jackson and Eddie Murphy. That's a fucking fact. They were like one A and one color, and, and we talking about past color. They made music together actually. That was a terrible collaboration. I mean, what's up with you? But it was, it was also like fire. Beyonce and Lady Gaga. Like we didn't need video phone remix, and we didn't need whatever the fuck they made when they killed Tyrese. So we didn't need Eddie and that wife beater because he was just. <laughs> Wait. They should have just stayed separate celebrities. Tyrese died in a Beyonce and Lady <laughs> yeah, Gaga video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I forget the name of the song. Um, Is it called "What More Do You Want From don't Me"? No, that's video phone. No, it's not. Oh yeah, it's the Gaga. Anyway, <laughs> they went to a diner. <laughs> they went to a diner, and it was like America's diner, and Gaga and Beyonce were dressed in American flag, you know, couture. Um, and they poisoned everyone in the restaurant, and they drove away like Thumb and Louise. And Tyrese was one of the, the lead uh, extras. Why? I didn't mean to do him like that. I mean, um, and, and he died. Oh, I don't know. It was supposed to be some symbolic Illuminati shit. Who knows? No, I mean, why was he there? To get a check. Got you. He's no longer allowed in any of the movies that he used to frequent. That's so. not true. He can always do a he's baby banned. boy, too. He's going to be in the next Fast. And Furious. I feel there. like no one else is in the next Fast. He'd uh, be there by himself. No, Ludacris is going to be there. Ludacris is in it. They dropped The Rock and picked up John Cena, though. They didn't drop The Rock. He got his own No, I'm saying, like, in a sense, like, they swapped out one, like... Did overly, they? Yeah, overly muscular dude for another what number? One. What number movie are we on now? Twelve. This is, like, nine or ten. This is at it's least offensive. 57. <laughs> I, uh, John, all right, we're getting off the topic. That's just, a lot of things baffled me with the, but, the side but, conversation. But yeah, you, you see where Eddie has been, you know, just as a celebrity. And people don't understand that when you grow as an artist, of course, there are things that are dictated by the time frame that you're creating in. So mm-hmm. certain things may be cool now and later you're looking back at like why the fuck did i decide to do that like us as creators for sure you know we look at things that we've done now and compare it to things that we've done back then for better or worse we're like yeah we shouldn't have done that i know it's a grander scale because you're offending people but that speaks to us being able to say like well okay he's apologized so now what do we do with this apology do we accept it or do we continuously condemn him or others who may come out and say yeah i fucked up in the past but now let's I think we got to separate the two audiences because a lot of us ain't on the, the butt end of that joke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I absolutely. mean? Like, yeah. I don't know if Trump came out 10 years later and was just like, I apologize for calling you the black niggas. I'd be like, yo, fuck you. I don't give a fuck about your apology. So if a bunch of gay people are like, nah, you was really on that stage calling us faggots and we was outside like not being allowed into spaces and getting hurt and being tortured and being tormented and the kids didn't know what to do and our right. families was breaking apart. Like, and you on stage with your millions of fans calling us that, like, I'm super good. Like, I think they have the right. So what do you do in that? In that do you, like, that's why I'm like, what can apologizing do? I think it just takes accountability. Whether or not people forgive you, that's on their own volition. Right. You're no longer responsible. Mm-hmm. But it is up to you to do your part to take accountability. Like, I can't, we can't 
tell people in mass to be like, all right, guys, we've moved on. Yeah, but he did. But what I'm saying is he did it in 96. Yes. Like he apologized prior for his stand But he wasn't asked to apologize now either. He just made sure. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but I, I've always, even before he came out, like I saw people put up like his stand-ups on the, on the, on the timeline on Twitter and they'd be like, oh, this should have never fly. They're like these days. Let's have another and real ass conversation because we, we a part need of this, to. a part of this, uh, this accountability, this PC culture is bullying. A lot of the audience are doing it, bringing up your old shit just to see the, the public dragging. And like, that's a huge part of whether or not people feel like they can even take PC culture like seriously, because some people are just right. doing it just for the shits and giggles to like have that one, you know, that, that pseudo power over a celebrity, like. As far as we're concerned, they're like these higher beings that are untouchable. And the only power people have is Twitter, that social media voice. And so it's like... That shit worked, Well, too. remember when he did this 15 years ago? And, they, they, and as soon as you get popping, you can bet on it. Somebody's going to look up your tweets from 2011, yep. 2009, and be like, look, look what they used to do back in the day. And yeah. like, the, that's a huge part of the, the conversation. The hitch with cancel culture, though, is that I feel like you can't cancel somebody that you never were subscribed to. Like... I feel like a lot of people who do these public draggings are just doing it for the sake of just, you know, doing it as opposed yeah. to somebody whose content you did, you know, you did subscribe to, somebody who you did love, somebody who you did like. It's just this person is the antithesis of whatever it is that you believe in and you feel like it was, in a, per it was a personal attack on you, you know. So it's like, let's just get rid of this person, never minding the fact that they weren't somebody that you thought about in the least bit until other people started bringing it up. So Eddie stepping back into the spotlight, nobody was in the remote mindset of being like, Eddie Murphy's problematic. But the moment that he started to resurface and it's like, oh, okay, Eddie, right. he's on the list again. Remember when he did this? And it's like, it, right. it constantly happens. Even with Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart has been out for God knows how Decades. long. Yeah. So like when the Oscar thing came up, it's like, mm -hmm. oh, he's problematic. And it's like, Okay, even if you feel he's problematic, this should have been addressed before this opportunity came up. Like that's when, a fact. When before he took off and like launched into the stratosphere, <clears throat> when Seriously Funny came out because that's the standard special that kind of like turned the corner mm -hmm. for him. When Seriously Funny came out, should have been like, yeah, he was problematic. Look at his tweets. But was that platform was the was their voices as loud back then as it's able to be now? Like. I think the difference is the their access. They have total access now. I right. think when Seriously Funny came out, we weren't listening. We weren't listening to gay people. Like absolutely. we weren't listening. We absolutely. weren't hearing that. True. Yeah, but it but it, it does go back to the point of it's like if if you know, like if I was a Kevin Hart like fan or I knew Kevin Hart, you gotta hold that man accountable absolutely. through and through, and you know. You can't. Well, I guess I'm saying, who? How do we know they didn't? Well, see, and, and see, that's the thing. When, that, but that's the thing with peace, with with, uh, with cancel culture. It's like you don't know what the person has said in the past, mm -hmm. or you don't know how they've addressed it. They could have ad addressed it in the past, but we see this one piece of media, and I'm not talking about like specifically Kevin Hart. I'm just talking about in general. We see mm -hmm. this one piece of media from back in the day that somebody did that they might have already addressed at mm -hmm. the point in time. And you bring it to the timeline, and it's like, well, look at this motherfucker. Let's cancel him for what he said twenty years ago. And he was like, I, you know, I, I, I address yeah. this. I apologize for this. I don't, I don't think, I don't think with with. I think if if somebody like Eddie Murphy apologized previously and was heartfelt about his apology, uh, I don't think it's like what else? What else can I do in twenty nineteen? that'll make you believe that I'm sorry. This may sound very, very ignorant on my part, and forgive me if it does, but I feel like, you know, the idea of canceling somebody, and it's not to say that, you know, black people of, you know, an ostracized and oppressed, you know, demographic don't subscribe to this, but I feel like once you kind of start to creep into that white space a little bit more and more, that's when it starts to become this person that's problematic. Because you look at a Kevin Hart, once the Oscar thing comes up, came up, that's mm -hmm. when, all of that kind of just like bubbled over. Like, Kobe too. Like when you know, he won the Oscar. I don't know. Because like of, if we if for once again with Kevin Hart, it's like you know if we, we were, got Daniel Caesar and Kodak Black out of here. If we were if we were awful, Kodak Black is still yeah. popping. To be honest, he is. But 
he's been very much like dragged by black yeah. folk in black spaces. No, but I'm just saying like you look but, at the Oscars as opposed to like why wouldn't why the fuck weren't you trying to cancel Kevin Hart when Jumanji came out? Like mm. you see like that's the thing. I don't know what's out of the timeline, y'all on. I've been seeing it. I feel like he's being dragged for so long. Well, yes, but his 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 how cancel culture cancels itself out is because there will never be one right group right. in a in a conversation. Right. There's still people who are playing R. Kelly's music. Mm. There's still people who are going to support Kevin Hart. There's still people who think that Eddie Murphy shouldn't apologize. There's still people who are going to bump Kodak Black. What I've realized is that absolute unity is a fantasy, right? We can't have absolute because no... Don't say the one, N word. Please don't say the N word. M? Mm-hmm. M? As in... Yeah. Don't say, okay, you're not thinking about it. I, have, I had no idea. Yeah. I don't it's think. It's a grapevine word. It's a grapevine buzzword. No, no, no. I'm not going <laughs> to use any grapevine words. The N word? Yeah. M. Oh. I don't no. think. Uh, he got so excited. <laughs> no, because I thought the N word was nuanced, because that's definitely a grapevine buzzword. <laughs> it is. I, I heard M. Um, yeah, it was M. Yeah. No, I don't think um, any group of. And that's why I had to learn for myself, too. Like it's oh, I know the two, two different <laughs> groups of black people or different pockets of black people who will always be like, well, we're going to stand on this side. And that's probably the side that you see on your timeline. But there's a whole timeline of people who we don't see and we yeah. don't even subscribe to who are the it's like the bizarro world when it comes to Superman. It's a totally different world who these people don't care because the art has got them through so much shit that whatever they did. It, it can't right, and and it's not as bad. And what this is what I fucking hate. It's not as bad as what these white niggas is doing. Mm. You know that was like the, the all, stuff, that was like the flag in the sand on R. Kelly. And the word is monolith, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I use that word all the time. Not not in this case. Please don't say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that was word. that was a, because and this is. Where you said like cancel culture, at least in regards to blackness, cancels itself out cancels because itself out. it goes to well, you know, we need to go after Elvis and all these other people the way we right. went after R. Kelly. But it's like that doesn't excuse the fact that he still did whatever it is that that's you know, that's what he it did. is. Yeah. So with cancel culture in this case, it's like yeah, we we honed it on the fact that what Eddie did was problematic. Eddie honed it on the fact that what he did was problematic. So. When in this, you know, stratosphere of content and, you know, creativity is an apology good anymore? I feel like that's the question that we should be asking ourselves. Like if somebody's offended and it could be due to lack of knowledge or us, you know, or the person who's creating missing the mark, you know, when is it okay for them to say, hey, I'm sorry. And when is it okay for us to be like, okay, we forgive you? I feel like that's like I don't I don't I don't think it Yeah, I think a huge part of that also is the accusers taking a fucking good look in the mirror because none of us have looked no. perfectly. All of us have no. offended someone. Yes. And it this reminds me of like, you know, when black people they, they really do be pulling that, that race card in the wrong situation. You're like, come on now, we out here working hard. You ain't gotta say you, it's not a black thing right now. Yeah, like it's not. there was one time Kylie Jenner did um a photo shoot and she was like some glittery purple alien. Mm-hmm. And they were like, she's darkening her skin. I was like, she's white. Right. Any color would be darkening her skin. <laughs> but that's what and I'm she's saying. And she's not, this is not blackface. And they, the crowd is riling up and sharing it. And it's blackface. And she should apologize. And I was like, guys, she's purple. <laughs> Please don't make me defend Kylie Jenner. Like, don't make can't. me defend Kylie Jenner. But that's what I'm, that's what we're, uh, you, we always up against ourselves. So cancel culture would never effectively work if we're all in a room as black people arguing about (laughs) what constitutes cancel culture and then there's a group of people like i don't give a fuck and then there's a group of people like well you You should should give give a fuck fuck. (laughs) right we we don't even get to the root of the issue because we're arguing amongst each other i don't think that it's it's hard how how do we win cancel culture i say to people all the time when it comes to people being offended it's like i'm not offended but i can see why other people are offended and I feel like the empathy in that is what's eluding us as far as cancel culture amongst black people. I think I think it comes down to if the comment could lead to the degradation of 
the quality of someone's life. Like, if Kodak Absolutely. Black is out here, if he's just out here being like, dark skins is ugly. Okay, well, the limit is my feelings are hurt because I'm a dark skinned woman and I didn't like that. Right. If he goes on, he's like raping women, then it's like, no, oh, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. We all we got an issue. We got to pull, pull but put even, the brakes on. Even that, you'll see disturbing shit like, yeah, like what's black, rape? Exactly. She it. So, so and then you also have like the, the one qualifier that makes everything okay for everybody. So like if that one person says it's okay, that's just like the set standard for everybody else. And it's like, fuck how you feel this one person said it was okay. So like in regards to, you know, trans, this was a debate I had on my timeline like a few months ago. Um, somebody said, you know, the word tranny. And I was like, yo, that's offensive. Like you can't say that. But then they said, oh, my friend who's, you know, trans, they said it was okay. Everybody's got a coon in their group. Yeah. And I'm sorry, because I've had that conversation on Twitter as well. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, the Dave Chappelle thing, like, that can affect later down the line. He's not directly responsible, but that can later affect how people relate to trans people in real life. Because they heard this really cool and funny thing from their favorite comedian. And they're like, um... Well, I have a trans friend, and they they watched the special and they loved it. And I was like, "That's and that's I, great." And <laughs> that's going to happen. The people who say because I have plenty of people who feel the same way too. And the argument I always use, like, "Okay, well, is it okay for you know your white friend to say nigger?" That's the exact example I uh, use. And, and like, some people on. say yes. Yes, there's, and there will be and black that's people. The thing. And there will be black yeah. people with their crayons and they they Asians mm -hmm. and they little tay tay tays out there. Allowing their non-black friends to, to step on black culture, but they think it's like accepting or sharing the culture, or whatever it right. is. Right. And it, and you and this I I truly think that cancel culture is counterproductive because you'll never effectively cancel it, yeah. somebody. You can't. You can't. Daniel Caesar ain't moved no units, bro. No, but he can still talk. And Kevin Hart didn't get an didn't get to host the Oscars. Kevin Hart still makes. Twenty-five million dollar. No, picture. but I'm saying like he, he's not. You're not going to cancel his entire career, but there are repercussions. Sure, there's repercussions. Like, Kevin Hart just pretty much just said, "Fuck it, I'm done." Yeah, he 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 said he, told, he he took himself out. Had he you know step and fetched and said, "I sorry," he would have he would have he would have been he would have been the Oscar. I don't know because no. we watched because white people be firing each other too over that, that audience dragon shit. No, they, SNL didn't hire Shane they Gillis. They definitely yes. were like. Kev just apologize again and he said yeah. no. White people tell him, tell right. him to apologize. So if, he, if he wasn't going to apologize, the white people would have ended up firing him. I think it looks better on Kevin's half to be like, I'm stepping down rather than wait for white people to be like, I'm sorry, this isn't working out. Right, but they didn't take the check from him. He left. He chose not to take the check. But I'm saying why he why he stepped right, down. Right, 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 right. He right, wasn't right. going to get it anyway. Right, but that still doesn't... Kevin Hart's not going to be living out of a box tomorrow. Like No, and I don't think that's what cancel culture does. I think when you... I think that's the intent, though. That's the intent. That's yeah, the intent. definitely. It's, not to, it's, not, well, it's to hurt it's your to, livelihood as much as we possibly stop, can. It's to stop that next opportunity. Like Shane exactly. Gillis, that, that white comedian who made racist Asian jokes And good for podcast. him. Good for him for being fucking thrown out of SNL. <laughs> good for him. Good. But that, like cancel culture, like we're not going to go back and make sure all his checks fail and he's homeless. It's just that next opportunity, you know, you don't get to have that. But you're what, still going to have obviously your money from everything. Right. Else. But again, I think it depends. Now it depends on who. It also depends on who the person is, right? Because Shane, what's his last name? Gillis. Okay, Shane Gillis is not the same as Kevin Hart. To us. To the white. It, he has, he has a huge fucking audience, bro. What do you think he's hired on SNL for? Well, I, I mean, yes, but I'm saying this. Kevin oh, Hart no, is like he's not on Kevin Hart. right. Kevin Hart is like a worldwide comedian and and and, yes. and actor and you know all this shit. There's there's certain pockets of people who will go to a Kevin Hart show and be like, "Hey, Kevin, you suck." And then majority of the people will be like, "Kevin Hart, get the f I mean, whoever the guy is, get the fuck up out of here. Whoever the woman is, Sorry. get out of here. It's all right. You playing with your Brazil? It's fine." <laughs> but I I think I I think it's counterproductive cancel culture because we never get we we wind up arguing and we never get back to the root of the issue we never get back to why this shit is unfair we get to why somebody shouldn't have an opportunity and then we get to why this person should have an opportunity because of how they affected us or how they've affected him and we never get we never get to the root of the issue and then these people some i'm not gonna say all but these people still operate spaces and make bread yeah. and do whatever, do whatever they continue doing. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump is a 
perfect example. Yo, Donald, if you really look at it, these last four years, so much shit has been coming out about Donald Trump from like the 80s and 90s. He shouldn't have been on that stage trying to be a presidential candidate in the first place. Yeah, but that comes into like like power structure. But that but that's what I'm saying. It's some people who can bob and weave that shit. Yeah. And you never all you get is a whole bunch of black folk arguing in a room. It's about the, These niggas done dipped out. I think there's more. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> Gonna make another movie. I think, and also now there's there's more pockets to operate in. Yeah. There was like one direct flow. And like even as you know, as we talk now, like there were only but so many mediums we could get our entertainment from back in the day. Sure. It was, you know, TV, it was radio, magazine. Now you, the internet just forever gives you a shelf life. If you can mm-hmm. manage to make something popular there, you can live forever. You can be immortal. That's a fact. So even if this person may not necessarily be able to do Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. but he could still probably book an SOBs or like a, a Webster Hall. Mm-hmm. It's like the check may not be as big, but it's still a check nonetheless. Right. And you just have to recondition yourself to living on that scale and operating on that scale. Right. So effectively canceling somebody to the point that this person is in a hole and never heard from again is a false perception. And I think a lot of people try so vehemently to do with each celebrity right. that comes along. It's like, okay, we didn't get this person. So the next person that we try to cancel, we got to make sure this shit sticks. Yeah. And so on and so forth. On the count of three, is Jesus real? One, two, no, I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> Great segue. <laughs> what? I, I think black people are, are in this really, <laughs> what? This really poignant Yo. divide right now where we're not forgiving anyone, but on but the other hand. Forgiving everybody. For, forgiving everyone. Yo. We are the oppressive doormats to massa, and we have not learned to let go yet. Um, and I think I think we're at a, a crucial crux in the culture right now because, as we've seen, white terrorism still runs rampant in uh, our society. Uh, most recently, a white woman cop went into a wrong apartment thinking it was hers. As far as she was concerned, so a black man in her house shot him dead. And then she realized, well, oh shit, actually do not live here. Right. This black man in a graduation cap and gown isn't me. <laughs> Holy shit. Now how did... fucked up. He broke in and put pictures of himself all over. <laughs> right. Open and shut catch Johnson. Classic Chappelle joke. Classic Chappelle we joke. Missed, I missed you, Dave. I missed you so much. <laughs> so relevant. I, I, could, I could say that joke until so the end of time. So relevant. I'd say that joke until the end of time. That's what we were looking for, goddammit. Uh, Do you want um, your comments murdered again? That's fine. They paid me real well. Was, they really it was did. so nice. Keep your hate I coming say, in, yes, Kayla Tasha. Please. Yo. Oh, they don't, they don't think well on YouTube. Um, so, yeah, and so we watched the, uh, the victim's brother take a stand today and uh, forgive, this white man's, forgive this white murderer by saying, I don't want you to go to jail, and if my brother was still alive to see you, he would want you to have the best in life, and I just want you to be well. And we watched a black judge get up off that stand, come down and hug this white murderer in court in front of everyone, something that we've never seen uh, at least with my two eyes. Not on, not on this side of the Mason Dixie. I tell you mm-hmm. that. She gave her the at least you tried hug, and it was just like mortifying. The the amount of incarcerated, wrongly accused, wrongly murdered, wrongly incarcerated black people that could have used a hug or a word of encouragement or just some light of positivity did not get that. But you could murder someone and get that from black people. So let's talk about black forgiveness. Um, what do you think keeps it here? What do you think we're holding on to? And should black people reserve that anger? Would that, would that anger serve us? That's a loaded question. We, really, when I was yeah. just about it's to say that, because we, like, a lot of people misconstrue you know, our anger as like fuel for us to just like hate white people like across the board. Like We just wake up and go, cracker. Like, as soon as we open my <laughs> My teeth are clean now. Yeah. Yeah. They're clean now. But it's, it's, I mean, and it's, it's constantly being, you know, reminded in the most minute and, like, passive-aggressive ways throughout the course of our day when we're in spaces that we have to, you know, cohabitate with whiteness. So even if we want to be in a space where we want to be like, you know what, 
we're, we're trying to get over it, as they say. It's like they put us in positions where we can't fucking get over it. So it's always a reminder. And I think people fail to realize that it could be something as minuscule as the tone that's in an email that makes you feel subservient to them. And it just triggers you to the point that it's like, you guys still don't get it. You guys will never understand it. So with that, black forgiveness is something that I feel like maybe an oxymoron in regards to whiteness because it's like, why should we have to forgive in that space? Like, I don't think it makes sense for us to forgive somebody that we're not trying to hate. Well, at least I don't feel like anybody at this table is. I think black people have been shamed into this angerless, yeah. doormat position. This The gaslighting runneth over. Like... I'm going to murder you. I'm going to take your opportunities away. I'm going to gaslight you. I'm going to make you angry. I'm going to step over your child's body so I can get shampoo and Target. I'm going to disrespect you from the hither to the nither. And don't you say a goddamn thing about it unless you want to be the bad guy. Because it's if like, you react. We're not the bad guy. We know we love you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like this, this mental, these mental gymnastics that we do just to, just to be able to like breathe and be okay. Like, I don't think... Like the people of the Charleston shooting with Dylan Roof, I think it would have brought them a fear and a grieving they were not prepared for. And I think the answer of forgiveness was like the safe bet because if I allow myself to be that afraid, that sad and that angry, what is that like? I have no idea what kind of person that would be, what that would do for me. So I'm just going to do what this good book and this Bible and this church tells me and I'm going to forgive because I'm sitting in the house of the Lord and that's all I have. And I think that's the bigger point too. When you talk about black forgiveness as it relates to black religion, and I say black religion because black Christianity and white Christianity, two completely different ends of the spectrum. Ooh! <laughs> Ooh! Uh, like a lot of people we want to rally around the concept of you know religion and sorry to anybody that's listening don't want to you know step on your faith but religion is probably one of the most divisive tools used in society and the history of man period so we get put on this end of the spectrum where it's like okay you have to operate as you know forgiving as possible because you're not only forgiving you know yourself both literally and figuratively you're forgiving somebody that doesn't look like you and it's like no it it shouldn't work that way you shouldn't have to be placed in this you know box of having to forgive somebody because if you don't you're a bad person and you're gonna go to hell like it just doesn't make sense uh i mean this is a very loaded question (laughs) i wonder if they have good cocktails Uh, in hell wow um I, I think I think you even you got to take a step back and just kind of look at the history of, of religion. Um, there's a reason why, even in all the books of the Bible, why they give you what Jesus really looked like. But then in symbols of the church, you'll see what they what people want you to see mm-hmm. what Jesus looks like. So I think a lot of things are indoctrinated in our mind. Jesus is the quote-unquote savior, and it's this white man with long hair. So you start seeing that from a very young age. Then they teach you to be... Then then we have been taught throughout history about Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, um, fucking, you know, Rosa, uh, Rosa Parks, Harriet Tubman. It's a handful of black people who white education uh, has, has pushed. And Frederick, we, Douglass, Frederick Douglass, we really see Martin Luther King as the face of like black history. And people have called him and referred to him as the black no Jesus. No disrespect to the King family. And no, always no, Martin Luther King as the, the McDonald's of civil rights leaders. That's, it's, I mean, he's, when, and this not to knock on King's legacy, at, but he's safe, you know. Right. He's accessible. This you is, can throw the I have a dream speech out and that's like the, and that's the, the white linchpin to us being able to unify with them because our black savior in Martin Luther King said that this is what we're supposed to do. Right. And so when you see, first, if you just take those two symbols, you see both men were symbols of peace, symbols of safety, of symbols of unity and unification. You grow up with this and you see those symbols throughout history and you see those symbols throughout black generations, you're going to now already come into this world thinking, oh, I have to be peaceful. Black aggression is a no-no. 
the people that I see that are black aggressive and black and aggressive are in prison. What's the one? So thing I they- can't be this kind of person. So I'd be more like Jesus. I'd be more like Martin Luther King, and I walk the right way, and I I forgive. I forgive my brothers and do all this shit. And these people who are associated with aggression and rage. I look down on them, and if I if I maintain this 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 peaceful attitude, I get more far in life. I don't have to do too much. I could play the middle. I can shake hands with white people and give high fives to black people, and shit'll be okay. I'm hugging everybody because unity is what I stand for. What's the one thing that they kept forcing down our throats in regards to Martin Luther King? How he was nonviolent. Yeah, he was nonviolent. That was like the the. If we're we're comparing stats, like that's his major. Like, right. If it was battle rap, you know how like aggression. Yeah, that would be his stat. Like, Nonviolence. Nonviolence would yeah. be Martin Luther King's strength if he was battling Arsenal. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so, Instead of Cassidy. <laughs> yeah. But that's like the. I be, said. <laughs> let me get that water. Longevity, bitch, nigga. <laughs> Justin, let me get that water. But like, it's the the thing that they use to kind of like you know emotionally castrate us to make us feel like your great leader hung his hat on this principle. So by doing that, you're pretty much spitting in the face of everything that he stood for and quote unquote died for because they love to push the narrative that Dr. King died, you know, for that cause. It's yeah. like, no, he was murdered. <laughs> he was he murdered. died for black li- four. No. Yeah. Four. He, he died because. Yeah. He was four. He was forced. He was forced to be murdered. Yeah. Um, but like, <laughs> You you um you you grow up around it, and it, it's it's not su- it's not surprising that this is how people react. This turn the other cheek attitude towards white people specifically, because when 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 a nigga step on our shoes, we ready to shoot him. Mm-hmm. But when a white person step on our shoes, oh God, you know, when, when we see they, a go ahead. ahead, no, I'm just saying when you see a black when when we. Figure out, like, when we think about what black level of success and, and being okay is, we think about this idea of whiteness, in a sense. So it's already indoctrinated inside of us. There's always a sympathy towards white people, right? Because it's like, oh, well, you, you, you know, you knew nothing. Which some some black people you didn't know what you were doing and you know I I, for, I forgive you my brother because I know that God has a plan for your spirit and I know that these ten years that you sit down in jail will will help you and I would and the the, the man's father was like I hope one day to be your friend and we can be friends and that's utter and complete that's bullshit that's it's like it's I, on the it's on the verge of delusion and I feel like that's what you know black christianity exclusively does it like puts us in this state of delusion and like almost makes you know people devoid of accountability i feel like people oh dude. people who are like so deeply embedded in the concept of religion are probably you know and not all don't want to generalize they're the worst but, fucking people <laughs> i wasn't gonna go that far, i said it but they are they're are, fucking delusional and sick who get in that space of being so you know embedded in their faith they're super super disconnected from any sort of accountability so it'll be if something great happens it's glory be to god but if something terrible happens it's like oh the devil's got a hold on me it's like where's the middle ground when it comes to you and everything that you're doing yeah several things um i don't believe in people who castrated hung shot divided sold and raped gave us a good book so we can go to heaven it don't make sense right (laughs) That just doesn't. We gonna give you some real good to take care of your afterlife, but for now, nigga. Exactly. It was like, yo, you y'all ain't making it to the playoffs, right? All right? But when y'all go to heaven, right. y'all God's property. That's it. Y'all cool. That's it. Yeah. Um, and then they also showed us that if we don't forgive, the more violence will come to us. Right. So like doing nothing, y'all gonna kill us, and if we do something, y'all gonna kill us. Right. So we have to be forced into this pocket of forgiveness and passiveness and just being. Um, these doormats, because as we've seen in Ferguson, people wasn't ready to kill no cops. They wanted to go outside and chant and hold up signs to bring awareness to a situation. And what did they do? They, they brought us with tanks. Gestapo's tactics. Yeah. Like, you know, Army yeah. tanks to a town. Right. That was a huge message. Like, I dare y'all to fight back. And all of us across the nation as black Americans or in black diaspora were looking at our TV screens, looking at our phones, looking at Twitter, and just being like, they're ready to kill us. 
And then it's a huge, it's a huge mess. If you fight us, we, you will die. And there is no, there is no solution. Right. So let's hug it out. Let's hug it Right. Not all cops. Actually, I'm gonna be a cop so I can change it from the inside. Right. Oh, there's a cop playing basketball with uh ten black children. You see a white cop dancing with a black boy. He put him in the back of the cop. Oh yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Cop playing cat patty cake with a five year old. Yeah, because white cops, not all white cops, are despicable. Right. There are good cops out there who do absolutely nothing. Yes. And then it's this this narrative and this propaganda of trying to make being a police officer a race <laughs> the blue lives blue lives blue. matter like and oh they remind you you're nigga about, in a second sickening about that you might as well be a crip what's sickening about that is that i've seen a lot of people subscribe to the idea of being a cop before being a person in a lot of ways like, well, white people get to do that. White people could be anything they want. Yeah, Barbie taught us that. Right. Yeah, white people <laughs> could be talking more anything to, they want. To kind of double back on, like, you know, black forgiveness. I'm talking about our people who, you know, engage in this, you know, idea that, you know, blue lives matter and they're a cop before they're anything else. It's like you get to take yeah. off that uniform and before you even put that uniform on, you're still a black man, black woman. So why does that immediately change just because you're able to outrun a canine and take you know pepper spray to the face it's black elitism yeah it's the same absolutely. thing you just you're the overseer of the land it doesn't doesn't mean you're not a slave who that nigga on that horse cow <laughs> right. <laughs> right that's but that's that's what it is and and you know these are people who believe that they're that they're above their race you know is the people who believe that they're above their race. And some black people who are cops who are just like, eh, you know. We can even take it a step further to come back I, to I, I, I'm a cop. The, the case. You look at the judge. It's like that's like the overseer's overseer in a lot of ways. Like they're pretty much giving assignments to what plantation you're going to realistically. So for that woman to come down off of the stand and give her a hug and not even give like, you know, a hug. And I could be wrong, you know, fact check me, but not even display that same remorse to like the family. Shouldn't not even be giving give a hug, hug, no way. Not even like a group hug. Judges in that should setting. be unbiased <laughs> like, in the court of law. But, and once again, fact check me, I saw on Twitter the judges endorsed by the Dallas Police Association. Well, that about says it. Um, <laughs> we have now come to the point of the show where tradition are here to finish. We have nothing. This show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, this is the part where Jameer and I go head to head and drunk as fuck and trivial debate. Mm-hmm. As black as hell and pertinent to the culture. Well, shit, this was a deep conversation. Yeah, hard um, switch. Hard, definitely hard switch. <laughs> hard reset. Um, Which is the same thing my neighbor told me to pick out her backyard so she could beat me on the way home. Come we, on. We gotta talk about it. We just got it one day. <laughs> I'm, not right, I'm not ready. What? R.I.P. Miss Davis. Oh, man. Um... Damn, everything that I had seems so much lighter. <laughs> Let's pick up the spirits a little bit. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> whew, all right. Uh, can't do that. Can't do Can't do that. Jason, and you, are you checking on who, uh, who lost last week? Because we all know who it was. So. Well, what is he going to do over The didn't even the... Like, really roll in, but like, right. just for the fact that People love seeing me lose, apparently. <laughs> oh, perfect. That's I'll, not the way to say I won. Go ahead. Say it. So you guys are debating. Yeah, 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 yeah. So wait a, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't feel like it's not a happy time right now. It's <laughs> a bad time. Um, uh, uh, ooh, this okay. is a show of black joy and black education. Celebrating black culture through and yeah. through. Okay, 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 okay. All right, boom. <laughs> um, you know, I'm a fan of, of African-American television, right? But there are some shows that I feel like haven't got their just due mm. because they were canceled abruptly. Mm. And we are left not knowing what the fuck happened. So here's what I want to do. One of my favorite shows is Moesha. I know you're going Moesha left on, uh, what would you call it? Like a cliffhanger. A cliffhanger. Miles got kidnapped. 
her and Hakeem were about to get back together. Right. Somebody was pregnant and we don't know what happened and nobody will tell us. I want us to write our ending, our finale of Moesha. And whoever has the best finale will win this week's episode. Okay. Okay. Minute on the clock. You know, I love that you're back. I'm here. You are. So please. <laughs> okay. By all means. Here we go. Jameer Pond, Minute on the Clock, the Moesha finale. Mm. Doo -doo -doo. I don't know what UPN 9's uh, sound was. It's old. First of all, the show, the, the, the station is done. You couldn't even so have was a pop the show. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. All right. Minute on the Clock. Here we go. All right. Boom. Moesha, in my opinion, would have ended with Miles dying because let's just put real life in perspective. Niggas going to kidnap you. They're going to shoot your ass. And that's just what happened. She was there, he, uh, he was kidnapped by Lil' Kim and Chico Beanimon, who was in Half and Half. He's the first one to have a painted on hairline. So you know he was bucking shots. Um, if I had to say somebody was pregnant, I would say D was pregnant. Because D and Frank were trying to get pregnant for the whole entire show. And it would just supplement that Miles would die. So that a new being could come through D. And that's how I would I would probably end that. And then I would say Mo and, uh, uh, and Hakeem didn't get back together because Q came back and shot her club up as well. So D and her are bonding together because they're pregnant at the same time. Well, that's a good old big fat Greek wedding. Hey! <laughs> and it's must-see television, too. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Mia, the story of a white who didn't know who the baby daddy was. Hey. What a lovely musical tale. <laughs> but everybody knows who that baby was. No. Is it true? No. Is it true? <laughs> Maybe. Possibly. Ask Meryl Streep. She hasn't decided yet. Yeah, she can do anything she wants. She She's can do white. whatever she wants. She's white. Uh, Men are on clock for you. Yes. The Moesha finale. Finale. Do do do. On UPN 9, I think Miles didn't get kidnapped. It was just a misunderstanding because he was, he was an odd kid. Didn't have many friends, wasn't popular. His sister couldn't stand him. Uh, so he ended up hating black women. He had a resentment towards black women. And he went off to Fuck. marry a white. Uh, so he didn't really want to tell anybody. And, you know, people loved him and they were concerned. So he wasn't kidnapped. They just couldn't find him. But... He did fall in love with a white woman down in L.A. He was 13 at the time when he got kidnapped. He was? Yeah. And he fell in love with a white girl <laughs> in high school. It does not matter. She doesn't care. And, uh, and he's one of, he, it was, the sleepovers lasted too long, and really, he's going to get his ass beat by, by Frank. And he did, just didn't come home. It was a big misunderstanding. Okay. Um, he did have Moesha's, you know, leadership. And she, there were plenty of nights where she came home at times when she wasn't supposed to. She was supposed to be in the house early. Yeah, true. So, Miles is outside. Who's pregnant? Um, I'm going to vote. Q's romantic interest. Um, but we should still have feelings for him, but she never told Hakeem. And you know what? Sometimes things just get a little muddy around black love. You know, you still got feelings for your ex, but the new guy is in there, but you still got a hankering for the bad boy, but the well-to-do good guy is right there, but you're just a silly young girl in downtown LA not knowing who should I give my heart to. There was an Englewood. Yeah. Okay. I think that's down the block. Not really. Not All of us hasn't been to the West Coast, Jameer. You ain't got to lie. Well, two of you us ain't got to, You ain't got to brag. Well, one of us is moving permanently. Oh. Is this still your minute on the clock? Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> does this quite often, and that's um, so, long story short, D, uh, for D, uh, it's not gonna happen in this lifetime, sis. I'm God really, damn. I'm really sorry, but Q's having the baby, but he's still in love with Moesha. Moesha, she's tempted, but I think she'll ultimately stay with Hakeem. And Miles, he's gonna come home and get beat. Why would Q's girlfriend at the times birth control or what was it the the pregnancy test why would it be in moesha's house it's more it's more yeah more things you gotta what was now was it in her house she yes. wrote that in her journal it's confirmed no they, they pulled the the pregnancy test out of the garbage and said somebody's pregnant that was lorenz tate's brother 
Okay, so when Q visited to break the news, he had it in his pocket and it fell out when they had sex behind Hakeem's back. Yikes. That's juicy. It's scandalous. That was pretty good. Yeah. Except it probably wasn't, didn't happen. But okay, I understand. You wrote that. Yeah. That's what you wrote. Yeah. Miles married a white. Yeah. Yeah. And blacks love love drama. They love who's cheating on Black, who. Blacks? The, the blacks love messy, messy drama, bitch. Blacks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They lined up. They ran to the TV every every Thursday to see Olivia Pope <laughs> go after that white president. Oh, they salivated at the gums. Y'all oh, did, y'all did. So did I. I was in there. I was you there. were there. You were. It's Africa. you. It You're I'm, the blacks. I'm black. You're black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's me. I'm black. I'm That's you. Yeah. I'm wet That's around you. the gums. I will say <laughs> that both of you forgot a very, very key element to both of your. I don't remember the show. Yeah. And that was the fact that Dorian, aka Ray J, was D-Money. the reason why Miles got kidnapped. Well, Dorian was the reason also the show probably got canceled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So you're really? trying to sell products as an apology to the Norwoods. For it's just so bad. Why does he do stuff like this? He shouldn't have been on the show. It just it got weird when he got on the show. Frank became not just an uncle, but a the father. father. Out of nowhere, daddy. he became an uncle daddy. <laughs> That's when it got nigger, niggerish, when yeah. D-Money came through. They're from Inglewood. Mm. No, he, no. Is y'all playing yes. our podcast out there? Let us know in the comments. That's true. And Crip Walk and Blood Walk. Yeah. Uh, we do have to leave, so. Okay. My son got to do something stupid. Uh, decent. Are you a loser this week or? Yeah, just for the sake of content, yeah, I'm a loser yeah. this week. He's not a winner this week. I'm not a winner in life, apparently. I would like you, you know, Damn. you have you have a rapping chops. You obviously are a great musical innovator here. A hip hop. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, I would love for you to. This is going to end badly. Yep. Doesn't mm-hmm. seem like it's going to be the best. Freestyle thing. about your love for Risha Over Chug and the fact that Jameer's home. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, like that's that. good. You can, that's home. doable. That's not, you know, it's not humiliating. Mir, Mir's home. A freestyle about my man Jameer being home. And, and your how love much for we shall love, over Chuck. We shall over Chuck. Give us a theme song. Write our new theme song right now. Write it. Do it. Um, I don't know why it's a jazzy, jazzy layup. <laughs> I, mean, I, could, I, could, I could probably, I can handle this. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'll shut my mouth. Down. Turn, turn right, the beat off. Let me get into rapper mode. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, ladies, his nipples just got hot. What? Okay, we're not. We are not. So he stayed close to some, but yes. definitely left most. What? Welcome back to my brother to the East Coast now. Oh. He was out in Cali, overstressed badly, but now we here chugging with us and talking about black people being killed so sadly. <laughs> I thought you were a rapper. <laughs> that. That was a harsh eight bars. Let's give us a second verse, please. This is a second let's, verse. Let's, let's move past I'm not let's singing this for a thing, song, by the way. This won't be. Let's move past that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We shall over Chug. Show that I love. Can't you tell? Latasha, I love you, but please stay the fuck away from Janelle. <laughs> now that's something I would rap about. You heard me? I'm trying to say stay fucking Janelle or. What? That's not what I said. Yes. You heard me clearly. All right. Oh, what do you say? That's not what I said. Uh, you heard me clearly. Oh, uh, what? Stay the fuck away from my woman. I mean that deal. Ah! Oh, the Thank you so much for for stopping by. We chill over Chug. Yeah, we yeah. love you always. Love you guys. My boy's home. One of my best friends. Jameer Pond is back. Yeah. Shoulders. Shoulders. I wonder who who makeup got on my my friend's shirt. Yo, that happened out in L.A. Which, which lovely young lady did it? Nobody. It was one of my coworkers. She hugged me and then she took it to the dry cleaners and they didn't do a good job. They did not of getting it out. My makeup is in all my clothes. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's you. You're the other woman. <laughs> <laughs> Just Natasha, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> How you your own other woman? <laughs> Is what me. bitch is doing this? You, you. <laughs> <laughs> bitches. No, it wasn't. The <laughs> beneath me. Um, all right. Well, this has been a great thing here. Uh, <laughs> great, isn't it? This is great. 
Uh, please subscribe to our Word TV. Yes. Listen to our content every Wednesday. We're on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, and sometimes I be on Audio Max. Sometimes I don't. Depends on what the fuck. <laughs> I don't even know how that works. I don't know how it works over there. If you see me, just shout me out. Follow us on the Instagram. Yeah. Uh, watch and watch, hosted by Decent. Decent's new series. Yeah. Oh, guys. My nipple again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I'm gonna take a swim in that in that little dimple, Decent. I'm gonna dip my <laughs> dip my toe right no, in there. This Have a good night. This does not sound good. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Were we recording?